Think to yourself, what is that conversation that I need to have? What is that conversation that I've been putting off and making excuses for and maybe not believing it was worth it, maybe not believing that the juice was worth the squeeze of this conversation and have that conversation. Remember that wherever your genius zone is, it most likely will make other people feel insecure. And that's actually an indicator that that's your genius zone. And so sometimes the genius gets squashed out of you. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for entrepreneurs. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself, and one world-class guest to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 855, last week's live podcast, Recognizing Your Blind Spots. Today, for episode number 856, how much discomfort will you face for love. Alan is stretching like he's getting ready for a race because we are going to race to the finish line of this episode. Taryn and I did a check-in last night. For those of you who haven't heard the check-ins and what they're about, we go through the five love languages, we go through the six basic human needs, and we just check in with how well we're doing as a partner. Do, or do you feel loved? Do you feel supported? Do you feel appreciated? What do you not like that I did this week? What did you really like that I did this week? And we have a conversation which at times can be very difficult. And last night, before we started this conversation, because we have been Jeffing, and this is something that we used to do every week and things have gotten busy and I have not been on top of my game and Taryn has not been on top of her game, so we haven't been doing them as consistently as we'd like. And I said at the beginning of it, I said, Taryn, please be gentle with me and I said, I'm being serious. Please be gentle with me because my skin is not nearly as thick as it used to be because we haven't been doing this. And I joke, and I, I've said this on the podcast before, when Alan and I were doing the last live event that we co-hosted, Taryn and I did a check-in and on a scale of one to 10, I think I got a two when it came to love and connection. And I was devastated. It was so hard to hear that I hadn't been making her feel loved and we didn't feel super connected and I was just spread so thin with the event, that too, which hurt me tremendously, that's what a seven felt like last night. It wasn't like I got terrible scores or anything, but you have to understand that your relationship is going to require you to look in mirrors. And if you're not willing to have difficult conversations with your partner, if you're not willing to receive difficult feedback from your partner, your relationship is not gonna be as good as it could possibly be. It's almost like looking in one of those fun mirrors at the carnival where everything looks different than it actually is. If you're looking into that, you're not gonna be getting real feedback of what's actually happening. And yes, I believe it's like this for your intimate relationships, but I think it's like this for all of your relationships. If you're not getting the necessary, sometimes difficult truth, the necessary but sometimes difficult feedback, you're not operating on the truth. And your relationships aren't what they could be. So my goal in this episode is for you to understand 
We all want fantastic relationships. We want to be loved and supported and aligned and feel safe and have the ability to be vulnerable. Oftentimes, what we're not willing to do is go through some pain for that. And your relationships, if you want them to be magnificent, they will have some pain, they will have some discomfort, and you'll have to put yourself out there, which can be challenging, but is also rewarding. A good analogy for this is when you go to the gym and you train your muscles and it's painful, or at least it should be if you're really pushing yourself and then you break down those muscles and then they, they get rebuilt stronger. That's a good analogy for what happens when you do a check-in with your intimate relationship. So I have a story for this as well that I wanted to share. It wasn't, I think this was last week. Emilia and I were outside the gym and we too have been jeffing when it comes to doing consistent check-ins. And by the way, if you are out there and you want to do a check-in with your intimate partner, Emilia and I actually have a worksheet that breaks down exactly how to do one in terms of the six human needs. And then you have sort of a wild card for us at sex and you rate from zero to 10. It, it gives you all the instructions, step-by-step -step process and how to come up with your own unique custom questions as well. But Emilia and I were in the car outside the gym and we were talking about something that I was asking for her feedback on. So Kevin had suggested recently, hey, you coach the team, you have 20 clients, you know, and I'm wondering why you don't ever coach Emilia. Because Emilia and Bianca, they have their own business and Emilia and Bianca were, or Kevin and Bianca rather, were on the phone together. And I think sometimes I'm giving Bianca lessons in math or finance or business that maybe Emilia isn't getting. And Kevin noticed that and brought it up. And so I brought it up to Emilia. I said, I think that we should consider formalizing the coaching between us because she coaches me, I coach her, but it's much less structured. It's not, it's not bi-weekly for a full hour, just like my clients or the NLU team. And she's like, where's this coming from? And, and we started talking and what we found out the root cause of this, basically what she said was, this is a band-aid because the root cause of why the coaching isn't happening more organically is because I subconsciously avoid situations where I'm in my genius zone. And she believes the reason why that is, is because in the past, when I was in the math or finance or business genius zone, she thinks that my past partners got insecure and it caused a disconnect rather than a connection. And she's like, you need to learn how to trust. From my perspective, you need to learn how to trust that I want your genius zone. I want to learn math. I want to get better in finance. I want to grow and scale a super successful global business. Your other partners didn't, and that's okay. But because of that, they probably weren't as willing to face the discomfort of some of the things that they don't know. They were probably insecure about their intelligence and they were probably insecure about what they didn't know in math, business, or finance. And she said, you unintentionally do this, but when you talk math, business, and finance, sometimes you make other people feel smaller unintentionally just because maybe they don't have the same awareness or same genius zone. And that's actually proof that you're in your genius zone, by the way, if you're out there listening, little side tangent, remember that wherever your genius zone is, it most likely will make other people feel insecure. And that's actually an indicator that that's your genius zone. And so sometimes the genius gets squashed out of you. Kevin and I were uh, recently around some, some, uh, one of our clients, young teenage boys, and they are unbelievably intelligent, especially in the math arena. And it's very, very clear that other people around them probably feel less intelligent, especially given their age. So I digress. 
What Emilia helped me understand is that I had an aversion to being quote unquote coachy with her. And so rather than set up a formal structure of biweekly coaching, putting it on the calendar and all that stuff, she's like, why don't we just do more of it? And why don't we just overcome this aversion? And you can learn over time how to become more comfortable in your genius zone. And she said, by the way, when you do that here and you're comfortable doing it here where you know it's closest to your heart, I guarantee you that's going to help you go show the world more of who you are and what you are. And so again, she doesn't want to give me a fish. She wants to help me become the man I'm meant to be. And so the point of this and the point of an intimate relationship, and this is my lesson, the point of an intimate relationship is to grow. And so instead of putting a Band-Aid on it and formalizing the coaching, what I'm doing instead is learning how to become more comfortable and not avoiding uncomfortable conversations in more quote-unquote coachy situations. And so to Kevin's point as well, are you having these conversations that are difficult with your intimate partner? Are you finding the bugs in the garden? In relationship talks and the we, uh, Emilia and I's other business, we talk often about identifying and squashing the bugs in the garden before they take the garden. Squash the bugs while they're small. And the bug represents, in a check-in, that's the goal. The reason you're rating how loved and connected you feel is not just so that Kevin can pull a three, we joke about it, but it's okay, now that I know it's a three, why? What's the reason I got a three? Okay, well, the event, you've been overly working, you've been stressed out, you haven't been as attentive, you've been letting things slip through the the cracks. Okay, now what are we gonna do about it? So it's identify, rectify, identify, rectify, but you cannot solve a problem that you don't first understand and know is a problem. Hi, my name's John Larito, and I just wanted to uh, give a big shout out to Kevin Palmieri. I had uh, reached out to him. He had been referred to me when I had shared with a friend of mine some interest in uh, doing a podcast. And he said, you've got to use Kevin. He's fantastic. He's the best around. He'll get you started and off the ground and and uh, soaring high in no time. And take it from somebody who knows nothing about podcasting other than maybe saying a few things. But as far as behind the scenes, the startup, everything I knew nothing. Uh, Kevin was phenomenal in terms of leading me through the whole process and not just easy to work with, but really, really knows his stuff. A great combination between leading me through all the stuff I had no idea what I was doing, but also really listening to me and understanding what it was I was trying to accomplish and what my vision is. So whether you're looking for somebody to, to help you and get you started or somebody as I've done, where I'm putting it entirely in his hands because I've got total trust and confidence in him, and he is a true pro and easy to work with. Any of those ends of the spectrum, you're going to have a lot of success and a lot of fun working with Kevin. Trust me. Thanks. And it's difficult and it hurts. I got a I got a zero on gift giving. I was like, oh my god, you know there. And we talked about it, and there were some things that maybe Taryn had missed, and there were some things that I could do better. And you better believe I left a little love note this morning. She actually just got back, so maybe she'll see it when she goes into the kitchen. But the feedback is necessary. How you take it is up to you. And I'll tell you, in the very beginning, if you haven't started doing this, and this is going to be a an initial dive into this practice, it will hurt your self-esteem. It will hurt your ego. Your ego will flare. There might be some arguments, but you have to trust that the person you're with is the person that you want to communicate these with. Imagine yourself having the confidence to say, you know what? This is, this is something that's bothering me. I need to talk about this. And imagine being able to sit down and say, hey, I've been having these feelings lately, and I feel like it would it would benefit us to to sit down and chat about this. So after this episode, 
And again, this is a practice, so you're probably not going to do it in this moment or maybe tonight, but go to your partner, go to your family, go to your friends and say, hey, I would like to have a more open dialogue about the way we're feeling. I would like to talk about real things. And if you are in the place where you feel confident enough to do this, think to yourself, what is that conversation that I need to have? What is that conversation that I've been putting off and making excuses for and maybe not believing it was worth it, maybe not believing that the juice was worth the squeeze of this conversation and have that conversation. And honestly, these conversations really help you figure out if you're with the right people. Whether, again, whether it's your significant other, your friends, your family, your coworkers, whoever it may be. Alan texted me today, and I'm not, I'm not blowing up Alan's spot. We already talked about this, but he texted me today and said, hey, I got to push our meeting till 11. And I messaged him back a couple minutes later and said, hey, man, when you do, can you just let me know the night before so I can plan my day accordingly? And he's like, yeah, man, I jeffed. That's all. It's just a little conversation. There's no argument. It's just, hey, this is the way I'm feeling. How are you feeling? And now we're better off because of it. And were, have there been painful times with conversations? Of course, but we always come back better. And that's the point. That's the goal. The, the point of a relationship, the goal of a relationship, the intention of a relationship is growth. Alan mentioned that and Tori Aletto said that on stage at one of our events. And I believe that now more than ever. It's not just about comfort. It's just not, it's not just about love. It's not just about snuggling and doing things together. It's about growing together because when you grow together, you can grow forever. That's just wrong work. Yeah, strong work. I told Emilia, I said, I said this early into before we started or decided to start a podcast on a business together. I said, I'm scared. And the reason I'm scared isn't because I'm afraid not to succeed in business. I, I feel very competent in our long-term ability to start, grow and scale a global successful relationships business. What I'm scared of is that business is really challenging and it's going to bring up a lot of challenges that most couples don't have to face. And we did a relationship talks event last week and the moment it ended, we did an awesome job. We said, oh my God, great. We immediately went and we had, I think 17 Jeffings, mm. something wild. And then we ended up doing wins after that, which was really cool because we were like, okay, let's, what did we do well? Mm. But the point here is you, you can only succeed in a relationship to the level of the truth, the feedback, and the vulnerability. And more importantly, you have to decide in advance to succeed together. When you do these check-ins, if, if your partner is not open to doing them, maybe that's an indicator of how much they want to grow. Maybe that's an indicator of like, is our relationship, is the point actually growth? Or is it just fun, unique experiences? Or is it just, you know, we just got together and, and fell together? but it isn't necessarily growing anymore. And so these check-ins are really, really critical. And I just want to paint two pictures for you real quick. What's going to happen if you don't ever check in with your partner? What's going to happen if you don't have these difficult conversations? And think about that thing that's been bothering you. Have it, hold it in your mind. What's going to happen? Is it going to change? Is it going to improve if you don't bring it up? What's going to happen? Is it going to fester? Or is, it, is it going to get better or worse? Because neglect creates worse. Being proactive makes things better. There's only one way to go up from here, and that's up. And so now ask yourself the opposite question, which is what's going to happen when we do actually identify and rectify the bugs in the garden? What's our relationship going to be like when we actually do figure out these little issues? Emilia and I did an experience review. We were away this weekend. 
at one of our clients' places up in Maine. We we hiked a mountain. We had an awesome weekend, but it was really challenging because we brought Tucker, and the place we stayed had another dog, and Kevin came up. It was a whole thing. Grateful that he came up. Didn't mean to. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a new environment, and it was really challenging to get our work done on Saturday because we work every Saturday. I had book clubs. She had a bunch of coaching calls because she has her full-time job during the week, and we did an experience review. Is there anything we could have done better to work as a team? And we're doing that constantly. One of the reasons why I think we don't do check-ins as often is because we're naturally doing it so often. Um, But if you're not doing that consistently, ask yourself this question. Can I have an extraordinary relationship without living in the truth? Can anyone have an extraordinary relationship without asking their partner for feedback? It doesn't even sound possible to me. So that's the key. Imagine a future where you're more connected, more in love. You're having better intimacy, better sex. Everything's better. You're working as a team better, but it's because of the work that you put in along the way. Just like, can someone be in great shape without exercise? Okay, can your relationship be magnificent without difficult conversations with positive feedback or negative feedback? And just ask yourself that question and go have that conversation that maybe you've been avoiding. Next Level Nation, we are halfway through... January, as of the time of this recording, and maybe you feel like your intentions have fallen apart. Maybe you feel like your consistency has gone off the rails a little bit. I've been talking about this a lot, so you may have heard me mention this, but maybe now is the time for you to download or go visit the website for our free course. Again, your life will not change unless you do. Your goals are not going to accomplish themselves, and sometimes we just need a little level up, and that's what this free course is designed to do. Totally free, It's an hour and a half. It's years of personal development and self-improvement that Alan and I have learned and studied and practiced packaged into a nice, easy to digest, free online course. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. Click it below and it'll take you right there. Show me your friends and I will show you your future. Show me your friends and I will show you your future. Next Level Live, March 26th. You cannot have a next level life without first surrounding yourself with next level people. Four speakers, Tori Aletto, Dr. Taryn McCarthy, Kevin Palmieri, and the one and only Alan Lazarus. <laughs> Half day. So we, we minimize the event because of the COVID restrictions, but we want to still do it. We're super excited. 50 tickets only, $97 each. Every single ticket is the exact same price. First come, first serve. Please DM Kevin or myself if you are interested. Again, March 26th, it's a half day. It's from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's going to be in Worcester. We are currently locking down a venue and creating a landing page, so you cannot buy your ticket yet, but you can reach out to us so that we can put you on a list. First come, first serve. We will not sell a single ticket over 50. We need to keep this room small because of COVID. And we want to make sure everyone stays safe. But you're going to leave with an exact workbook. You're going to leave with a game plan to engineer a next level life. And you're going to leave with the relationships that you might have for life. That is a whole nother thing. The relationships that you gain at these events are just different because you're seeing people, you're meeting people. How many times have I cried at an event? Many, a handful of times in the two or three events we've gone to, I've cried and had other people cry with me. Next level nation tomorrow. For episode number 857, it's last week's live Q&A. When I find my blind spots, how do I shift my identity? So that live podcast was on blind spots. We love you. We appreciate you. Let's connect. I am at Never Quit Kid, as you can see from the tattoo. 
on Instagram. Alan is at alazarus, A-L-A-Z-A-R-O-S 88 on Instagram. We love to connect with the family members of Next Level U. And as you know, at Next Level University, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Please reach out. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family, so make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at NeverQuitKid, and Alan is at Alazarus88. Also, if you found value in this episode, leave us a review using the link in the show notes, and please share this with someone who's ready to get to the next level. We will talk to you tomorrow.